Welcome to the show. Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. On this podcast, we help people overcome mindset challenges to fast track personal and professional success. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. While you're at it, if you just take a few moments to head over to wherever you listen to us and leave us a rating and a review, it will help the show to continue to grow at an epic clip and reach more people seeking this style of content. Most certainly, I appreciate your support of the show and your contribution with your review. Accepting where you are is our subject for today. I said to myself, January 29th of 2022, when we started this podcast, that I wanted to grow this podcast so that we could reach people literally all over the world. And I had, unfortunately, several people that I entrusted that I thought were well-equipped to hear something like this and support what I was desiring to achieve. But unfortunately, that's not what occurred. What I found was that I just got far more negativity from these individuals than I could tolerate. Now I'm left with this big old honking goal to reach. I'm thinking to myself, my self-development isn't literally at the pinnacle. I have huge expectations of myself and for the show. And as I started to look at what I wanted to do against where I was at the time, I started to feel all sorts of emotions that were pursuant to literally creating circumstances where I would give up before I even started. This is very, very common for someone who has a big dream, who has a big goal, a big pursuit to start to feel like I'm just not sure. I don't know if this is the right thing that I'm up to. You have moments of self-doubt and then there's this pressure that what if it doesn't work and the setbacks then you start to question if you made the right decision. And then when you start to look to literally your inner self for the strength and the reassurance that you need, sometimes it doesn't feel like everything is there that you need. There comes a time when you're on this path, when you're first starting out and you're trying to peel back the onion, as they say, when you're trying to carve up this big elephant into small bite-sized pieces that are measurable, what's paramount, and all of that is accepting where you are, accepting yourself for where you are, accepting the situation that is at hand, not taking anything from it, just literally settling into This is the start point, period. And that's where we begin today's talk. If I had known in December of 2022, just shortly a year later, a little over a year later, that this podcast would eclipse every single metric that I built in for the year, all of the desires that I made mention to you in the opening Now that I have the opportunity to see that success, look backward and recount all of the steps that were necessary to achieve this, what I would tell you 
is it's very simple to count the cost now. But when I was on the other side, I questioned whether this could be done. And it wasn't until I accepted myself and where I was at at the moment that I get to a point where I could begin to put a meaningful plan together to start going down the pathway to achieve this success. I'm going to share with you three principles today that will help you literally in your pursuit to accept yourself where you are in all of the conditions that are surrounding you. First principle for today, family, is what does accepting yourself where you are look like? What does that look like? Let me tell you what it looks like. It's a very simple process. Acceptance is not about resignation. That's not what we're suggesting. It's not about giving up. It's not about curtailing, altering, or tweaking right out of the gates your goal. It's about acknowledging your current reality without judgment. The problem that I had, now that I'm able to look prospectively back to see where I started from and how I felt in the beginning, was I was coloring the situation before I'd even made an episode based, let's not forget, on feedback from my circle. There's a one-two punch here. We're going to enter into acceptance without judgment, and we're also going to release from what other people may have said or told you about your pursuit. There's a well-renowned psychologist called Rogers. He's coined a phrase called unconditional positive regard, and this emphasizes the importance of self-acceptance. When we have self-acceptance and we literally let go of all forms of judgment and comparison, you then have this capability innate built into you whereby you can start without any color stroking the canvas, which is equivalent to putting your plan together for your pursuit without any negative vibes. This is a great place to start. So imagine yourself for a moment treating yourself with kindness and understanding in the same way that you do with one of your close friends. So seldom do we treat ourselves in this manner. And because we are our worst critics, we have a very difficult time accepting ourselves and where we are. At the present moment. To end this, I would like for you to embrace your imperfections. I would like again for you to start building a rapport with yourself, one that is predicated on love, joy, and peace within. Then accept that you're not going to be perfect. You're going to have some setbacks and be prepared to move through those with a plan. What's the plan for that, Mike? The plan for that is knowing that there's going to be setbacks. You can, one, start to anticipate what those look like and put together actionable steps should they occur. Or if you're caught blind and something that sort of shows up 
on your pathway, on your journey, unannounced that you had no idea would turn out or pop up like that, then you just stop for a minute, catch your breath, do two minutes of breathing, get your heart rate back down to make sure that your cortisol levels don't begin to spike. We don't want to be cloudy in our thinking. We want to stay calm, cool, and collected, think about what's in front of us, then start to challenge it intellectually and determine what do I need to do to get past this so I can get back on the path for today, so I can hit the milestones for this week, whatever the case is. This is part one. Part two is, what's the importance of taking this step? What is the why for each of us? What is this going to do to propel us forward, to give us more resilience, to create a circumstance where we can bounce back swiftly, continuing in a mindset of acceptance and letting go of the past and what people may think or have said? What is it that's going to give us the staying power, the lasting power to move forward irrespective of what we face? You have to think about that. You have to think through that and you have to document that. You need a powerful catalyst. You need something that is bigger than you to lean on or something that's incredibly important to fall back on. If I were you, I would be thinking about resisting the current circumstances and not allowing them to overtake me. As we just previously said, if we factor in to our planning that there's going to be some issues that are unforeseen, then when they happen, there should not be an emotional expenditure because we've anticipated the arrival of this unwanted thing, circumstance, situation. By doing so, we release ourselves from unnecessary stress. And we keep more of our emotional and power to do the day intact. I said power, I should have said energy. Back to embracing flaws, back to embracing shortcomings, back to embracing things that people have said about you and about your capability that perhaps have identified with you and your identity. We're releasing from those. Those do not come back to grip us at the most inopportune time when we're trying to press through a tough matter. We're simply releasing from that. This is a decision, family. We're just making the decision literally right now ahead of the event that when the event takes place, it's not going to have the impact that it used to. And therefore, the behavior that we would have typically exhibited doesn't get to manifest. There is one important part here, and it's crucial. It's imperative. You have to remember (laughs) that we planned for this in the moment. When you feel yourself in your state getting ready to change, and you feel all of those hormones racing, when you feel all of that energy coming up through your body, trying to make its way out of your mouth in some form of a jacked up statement, maybe about the situation, about the incident, whatever, we're not doing that anymore. We're not going to waste our time on frivolous efforts 
that don't do anything to address the situation. We're going to go back within. We're going to consult the why that we've documented to give us the clarity that we need to then recall we decided that we wouldn't use our emotional capital like this. We've decided that we would do things differently because, well, we planned for situations like this. The why comes back and acts as an anchor. There's a renowned psychologist, Abraham Maskow, and he once said the ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental well-being. We've got to stay in a state where we have our faculties in order and operating optimally that we can quickly move through the situation that attempts to impede our progress. Now that we've got a fairly good understanding of our why and we have a very good understanding of the importance of accepting where we are without judgment and without what we think about ourselves and what others have said about us, perhaps. Now we're able to take a careful look at the final wrapper for this topic. I want you to work on exclusively elevating your level of awareness in your body. That means When you start to feel a little bit agitated, there should be all sorts of alarms and sirens going off ahead of you responding how you typically respond. When you feel your state changing, you were in a good place mentally, and now all of a sudden you've got all of these thoughts crossing your mind, questioning you, questioning your capability, questioning whether you should move forward. When that happens, you should be on high alert. Things should be taking place internally that says, this is not the norm. Something's about to occur. We need to nip this in the bud. And how do you raise your awareness? It's going to require two things. You spending quality, quiet time with yourself, getting to know yourself. Kind of put yourself in a disciplinary mode where... You sit down and make yourself sit there with no cell phone, quiet, with no people around you, quiet, where it's just you and you and you and a journal (laughs) so you can write down all of the stuff you start to feel and must think about instead of really concentrating on the task at hand, which is to know thyself or to meditate. Meditation just so happens to be the second component that I want to call to your attention that will equip you over time with practice to automatically have this heightened sense of awareness. Look through the catalog. There are numerous podcasts that we have for you specifically at your disposal that talk through meditative techniques from the start to finish. And there are a variety that you can enact for this cause. But between these two, you're going to now have this level of consciousness such that when you start being harsh on yourself, you can check in right quick and go, we don't do that anymore. That's our version one. We're version two right now. We don't do that. 
when we see ourselves starting to cast judgment on ourselves or even others for that matter, we can check in right quick. You know what? We made a decision. We wouldn't do that anymore. That's just simply out of character for us. And we're not going back there. When it's time for you to be self-compassionate and to treat yourself with higher levels of kindness and appreciation, but you feel that critical voice that pops up from time to time that tells you what you can and can't do, you're, you're just simply going to say, hey, you know, I hear you loud and clear. I understand that you're a part of me, but you're no longer in charge. I'm in charge now. Awakening your awareness and heightening it to this level is going to give you such an edge in life that will impact every single area that you operate in. Eleanor Roosevelt writes, no one can make you feel inferior without your own consent. We're not doing that anymore either. We're not allowing people to, you know, dump their garbage on us. They go away free and we find ourselves, you know, in a very unpleasant state as a result of their interactions. And we want to surround ourselves with quality people, people who are doing life like we are, people who have goals and aspirations that are big, that are tough, but they're going for it. If we have things in common, then we can encourage ourselves, right, as a group, as a collective. But if we don't have anything in common, guess what? We're going to repel. Here's what I want you to remember. Accepting yourself, accepting where you are, this is not a one-time event. This is literally the beginning of a lifelong process. You're going to use this over and over as life throws you the proverbial curveball or the set of circumstances that was not a part of your playbook. In this journey, as you unfold these capabilities and deploy these tactics, is going to lead you to higher levels of self-discovery, a higher degree of resilience, and your well-being is going to be optimized. Let's remember the power of self-acceptance and striving to treat ourselves like we're our best friends. We deserve it. We don't deserve anything other than the best for us. I want to thank you for tuning in, and that concludes this episode. I appreciate your time and your attention. You can reach me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R, Thought Life, no spaces. I want to remind you that you are enough, and you can do it, and you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.